time anymore. It's Cape Crisis. Word up, Hank. And this is Henry Gilbert, the host of Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast about graphic novels, sequential art, and all these other things every single week. The volume's low. Is it all good over there? I'm... I'm uh, you hearing it? Yeah, I'm you hearing it? it. It's on there. Okay. And that's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. I'm a little under the weather, guys, so forgive uh, any scratchy voice. You balls. are sick. You are sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and make this as short as possible. I admire your dedication to this, because you probably shouldn't even be doing this right now. Well, you know, I was in the neighborhood. You so. were in the neighborhood. Very sweet of you. And uh, you are who? I'm Christopher Antista. Wood up. Taking the, my first break from my computer in two days. Uh, we put up, I think, an awesome episode of Laser Time. I it's cannot... a special early plug time. Well, I just can't wait to see how it's received. It's it's not a pop culture topic. It's just I asked you guys in the first segment, what's your oldest form of comfort entertainment? Oh, wow. It's this one. And the second segment was, what's the hardest you've ever barfed? And we filled an entire show with lovely mm. tales. <laughs> that was a good both episode. Both pop culture and barf. It was a lot of fun. And yeah. you haven't, you haven't, I guess you haven't seen the image yet. No. No, you're going to love it. Is there something else we need to promote? Oh, yeah. But yes, we have commentaries up this week. What? New, new Halloween commentaries. I don't know what this is, but we have Spooky. Freddy Krueger on the soundboard. Oh, it's Freddy's theme. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, what? You don't like Freddy's it's theme? not my favorite theme. I well, love it. I'm used to him just like, you have to see him scampering around and saying like, bitch. You never see him different. scampering to this tune. It's always before he shows up, you see little girls jump roping. But uh, we have commentaries up right now. Our 80s Halloween pack, where we took the oddball, like, usually someone in the comments is like, ah, I hate that one. Like, well, that's sort of the point. <laughs> yeah. You want to rewatch all these, rewatch the good ones on your own with your buddies, but these are, like, the things you might not want to sit through alone. And, and Nightmare is the technically the worst version. Yeah. It it's, is. It's, it's Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Uh, Friday the 13th Part 5 A New Beginning and Halloween 3 um, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch Season of the Witch and what the Halloween and, and, and uh, what Halloween and Friday the 13th have in common there's no Michael Myers and there's no Jason Voorhees mm-hmm. just saying spoiler I, I know Dave spoiled a long time ago but you know that if you listen to the show and I would yeah Nightmare on Elm Street 2 it was just bizarre to look at that like I read recently there's a bit of gay subtext in here and like I saw no subtext I saw a long horror movie version of the Top Gun volleyball scene <laughs> and it's it's the gayest thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. well it was about a yeah it was about a a young man really who was gay it's crazy it's like, like with a guest star from ca- with a guest cameo from Freddy Krueger yes, who doesn't do anything he normally does like well because they had no money yeah, oh like, is that what it was well no you look at it it had a three yeah, million dollar sense. budget which in 85 is not much money mm-hmm. and yeah that like there were no there were barely any elaborate dream sequences like there, there, were, there are none and then nobody well, dies in like, any of them well there's like a bus driving in the, in the thing and then but then when Freddy finally comes to form, he's just like he's just chasing people and grabbing them yeah. and just like knocking over plates like. Well, and, and to bring it back, to, but those are on sale right now. You pay. They're so much fun to watch any, with our voices. They're they're fun to watch regardless. But if you've been iffy because these are like the weirdo entries, we're gonna mm-hmm. go in with you with trivia and it'll be good time. So pay what you want. Pay over five dollars, you get the Halloween season, the witch, which I think I posit had that not had the word Halloween attached to it. That movie would be a classic. People would just love it because yes, it's it would be, you would love it. Witch. Yeah, I think I think that is the best movie we saw. Yeah, those three. yeah, I, I, no, it's totally the best movie we saw. Though you know, Friday, uh, uh, yeah, Friday Thirteen Five is not bad. No, like, it's not. Like, I wrote that in a description about it. That's why I love because Dave it. pointed out like why it's the best, and like people were like, "What the fuck? Why is the one movie without Jason the best?" Other than the first one. Uh, the, the best and it's like because they don't have to focus on the origin and resurrection of this character who's dead mm-hmm. instead they just streamline kills and I think it and might it have a higher tell, body count and it gets to tell a murder mystery yeah it, yeah it just, it just well yeah it's a mystery finally it's, you only know it's a mystery when at the end it's revealed it's not Jason but yeah. try and figure out who it is kids but that for the last like the last 15 minutes mm-hmm. if Jason wasn't such a doofus for the last 15 <laughs> minutes it would be the most beloved one yeah yeah because like the stuff that happens in it are all the beats of a great Friday the 13th movie mm-hmm. and, and boobies which Nightmare on Elm Street couldn't afford it can afford naked guys yeah like, naked guys in the movie no naked girls which is it's, there's nudity in like every one of those you things you get close to a naked yeah. girl 
All right, but sorry, anyway, that's not is, about. I, I do have a question. Did, did Freddie? I'm, I'm a bigger, bigger Freddie fan than anybody else. Did he ever have a presence in comics? I can't imagine he did I not. I think he had his own comic. Yeah, but yeah? Did, uh, I just remember the comic book Kill from Five, which we watched. Like, oh yeah, Freddie's Freddie's back or Freddie's yeah. baby uh, or whatever. The Dream Child. The Dream Child. Mm-hmm. God, that child sucked. Yes, he did. But it, but that movie was still better than than Freddy too mm. because it at least had like cool dream kills. And it did, it, including the one that was like an image comic come to life. Like yeah. very clearly had read image comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, get, I'll lead off with that because I have not read a lot this week because uh-huh. we I was we were working on those commentaries. I've been cutting them down. Um, on Comicsology, a fucking incredibly cool sale on uh, image. An image bundle, oh. uh, an image indie bundle, and it's like twenty comics for fourteen bucks. Wow! And it includes Fade Out, Velvet, um, that is, that uh, is Southern great Bastards, deal. like all the stuff I'm like really enjoying currently is all in the, all the first issues are all in this pack. And yeah, you have, I guess I haven't seen it in a while. And image used to give out those. Uh, oh, is that, or is that just Vertigo? That like first oh, those issue of five dollars yeah. first cuts that was very no good, I got yeah. one free recently I got one free uh, semi recently at a comic book store uh, in an area I don't normally shop at. ah that's interesting exactly I, yeah I'm getting, I've actually been noticing a lot more freebies issue like not issue based freebies but free supplements when, with mm. every comic I've been buying uh, you know I was just reading um or I very I only just started reading I got it in the mail today the, the collection of Southern Bastards mm-hmm. which I really. The first I'm four really issues? Looking, yeah, the first four issues. I don't know, be more than that. No, it's only ten bucks. It's the first four. Like, okay. I don't think five's even out yet. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be. I'm fucking, I love that series. But yeah, it's set in Bama with, like, in Alabama with, like... Earl Tubbs. The Roll Tide is all over it. Yep. And versus Auburn, which I know we have an Auburn fan in our listenership. Oh. So. Say Travis Foster. Sorry about them trees, man. Oh, wait, is that the right team? What? Yeah, they're the yeah. You watch. You watch. I love that documentary. That was a really great documentary. Like I, I, had, we grew up in the South, and we had mm-hmm. seen Southern rivalries in sports. Yeah, that's that's. I never knew the the Bama Auburn one. Yeah, was that. well, I also know the serious football feuds are a real thing, and so Southern bastards essentially frames the high school football coach. And I mean, you don't even have to have liked Varsity Blues, but if you believed it, and you should, because <laughs> it really exists in the South. We lived it. Uh, is that the football coach is the like basically the leader of the mafios, the <laughs> the small town southern mafioso, mm-hmm. and the football players are his thugs. That's fucking brilliant and incredibly believable if you've ever passed through these small hick towns. You know, I've never seen the T. I've uh, you, you don't give me grief about this, Chris, but I have not watched the TV shows Friday Night Lights yet. But, oh, I, uh, well, I did, and I'm but like, I watched the movie, and the uh, movie was really good. Yeah, I watched the show, and like this is this is. This is excellent. I watched the first two episodes. Uh Like, this is ridiculous. How is is this on network TV? Yeah, this is really, really, really well done and well acted. And, like, I think all the music... Like, I read... When I read, I put on Explosions in the Sky, Mm. uh, that band, and they score the whole uh, Friday Night Lights soundtrack. Just in fantastic moodiness, gorgeous cinematography. Uh, Somehow, a team of football players you don't automatically hate, which I am predisposed to hate. Exactly. Uh, yeah, for, that show is that show. I couldn't believe how good it was, and I'm like, I don't even know if I want to go down this road. Five more seasons of this. Mm. This is excellent from the get go. Yeah. Uh, what else did we? Oh yeah, I also read um, the second volume of Lazarus, and I was talking mm. up that with a with a friend too. Mm. Just that Lazarus is a really good book, though. I had to get linked to Greg Rooka's Tumblr because. There's supplemental stuff in the single issues that explain how these families came to be. Like, it's, like, very what? important background. That's not contained in the collection. It's not in the collection. Not in the first collection. Like, Weird. that's what a friend of mine was saying. Like, you gotta read this stuff. Like, this is necessary for Lazarus. I'm like, wow. well, why isn't it in the book? I'm, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't gone that route yet. It was probably just, say, page base on the $10 first volume, I would think. like Maybe, but it seems, it seems more like a... Um... The, the same way people wait for like I won't buy the Blu-ray I'll wait for it to show up on Netflix mm-hmm. but you're going to miss yeah. out on this short film that Marvel made and then in mm-hmm. the gag reel you're going to want that Marvel gag reel it's commentary really That's, that is the, the commentary well. for me like that is why I bought like community DVDs though mm-hmm. not season 4 because it wouldn't have Dan Harmon's commentary yes. otherwise I got the commentary for all those oh also this week 
Speaking of a DVD I bought or mm-hmm. Blu-ray, uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I bought that because, again, I wanted the extras. I want the extras on it. Okay. I can, I can there's like a full puppet show in there, isn't there? Yeah, they made like Rick and Morty <laughs> and a Mr. Meeseeks puppet. Yeah, I know, it's not necessarily comics, but if you like comics, you will fucking love Rick and Morty so very much. It is like it's the best show. The best new show, period. Mm-hmm. I love that show. So. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> all right, oh, so God, the- Rick. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, still the- a commercial. Uh, just their <laughs> arguments over par- Pirates of the Pancreas, like just... I haven't seen, I haven't even seen all of them because I don't want to ruin. Uh, I don't right. want, I don't want there to be not any more to watch. That's why until Community got renewed for season six, it was that I didn't even watch the final episode in mm. its entirety until it got renewed. I was like, I just didn't want there to be an episode I hadn't. I I wanted there to stay one episode I hadn't seen. Well, Hank, Hankery, I want you to be able to get out of here and go All home right, and get better. News. The newsishness, holy shit, a big week for news. Yeah. Well, for Marvel movie mm. news. Well, because uh, well related to new. Well, first off, the Deadpool movie like. Uh, that was confirmed last week. Or, but no, that, that it'll be officially part of the X-Men universe. It's in the X-Men universe. And that the uh, the Apocalypse film will be the 80s. So, Oh, I did not know that. Yep, Brian, and Brian Singer is officially directing it. So wow. Sounds like he got him... Once he got himself uh, settled out of court with that uh, little murder of his, now he's free to be a, a full-time director. Guy. I don't know how I, I... The way I felt about that, I'm like, that's probably bullshit. And then I found out he was... The complainant, I don't know if that's the right word, was defended by the same guy who defended the Elmo guy. I'm like, hmm. it would be weird well, if mean, Hollywood is, just as a way of stamping out this little problem without dispensing justice. He is the expert, though. I mean, wouldn't you hire him? He's no, the, no, but the, the, not that Singer hired him. Like, he represented. No, no, no. I, I know what you mean. You know, right. Enough of that. Enough but, of that. Yes. I don't know why I'm not. I feel I want to see Days of Future Past again because I remember really liking it, mm-hmm. and I wonder if I still really like it because I did. I, I watched. Uh, I always forget the name now. What is the X Men reboot called? First Class. <laughs> First Class. Uh, I liked it. Watched a little of it. Didn't really care. Watched it again. Like, no, this is pretty good. This mm-hmm. is this is. It, it doesn't have. It's weird because it was it, that and Days of Future Past are both good. They just don't feel like Marvel movies. No, I mean they don't feel big enough. They're they don't just, feel big, and there's there's definitely and they're sense not the house style. They're yes, not the they're house not the house style. style. Yeah, and not that everything should be. I'm actually looking to DC now when bringing their cinematic universe light. I, I do love it, kind of when they take themselves very seriously while looking and being as silly as possible. So because Ben Affleck wasn't Gone Girl, he mm-hmm. was doing a lot of interviews this week, and so of course all the questions were about Batman. Mm-hmm. We had a ton of Batman questions, and one of them was just like. You know, were you disappointed in Daredevil? And he's mm. like, yes, I was. I, yeah. I, yeah, I've been disappointed by a lot of things. And he said, like, if I thought Batman was going to end up like Daredevil, I'd be on the front lines with you protesting Well, this. I think the but, one thing he said without saying it, uh, even though he kind of really did say it, I was really busy, and that was a movie I starred in. And if I had known or cared that much about the problems that were going to arise... I probably would have stepped in and done something about it. This well, he movie, didn't have the power back. He then didn't either. have the power. He may he may have had the power back then, but he's like, but this movie is written by the guy who wrote my movie, which mm-hmm. I won an Oscar for, and I have a feeling. And so maybe if he, he said, "This is a dumb line, write me a better one," he could do that. It's not something he can say because he'll just look like an asshole. But like, yeah, I brought in the writer. Uh-huh. This is this will not be a bad movie because I have faith in. The, I I came in with a guy I had faith in, or it'll at least be bad in the way Ben Affleck wants it. <laughs> but that's dude. His track record as no, a director is yeah. phenomenal. It, the dude I, has an understanding for movies, and let's not forget, it's coming from someone who just recently watched Goodwill Hunting, which isn't the Garden State of my my generation. It's just not remarkable. No, it's, really, it's a perfectly fine, but it's a, still a perfectly fine film. And him in it, which he wrote and took a back seat to, his character is amazing. Chucky yeah. is fantastic. He's better than perfect Matt Damon. Yes, and that uh, yeah, I I think Community had like the best takedown ever of that of that movie of just saying like, well, your best day is when you hope that I'm not. Your best part of your day is when you hope I'm not even there. Screw you. Like, I I I did like that segment. I, I, I totally did. Is that you're not here? What the fuck are you still doing here? Because it, it was right after that he turns it around. Because like, because I would fucking leave. Uh-huh. I'd be gone in a second. 
if I had any bit of talent that you did. I do, yeah. I came to that's why I love Young Adult. I've said it on here a long mm-hmm. time ago, but just that I love Young Adult because it really sticks it to those movies that are uh, like like Garden State. The plot is like, I left my small town and now I have to come back. I'm so much bigger than it, but maybe it has something to teach me too. And instead, in Young Adult, it's like, she comes there and she thinks, I'm better than all you guys. And then they all say like, no, you're really not. Are you okay? I think you're an alcoholic. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> that's her reaction. And then, and then she like, has sex with Patton Oswalt in the end. Like, Which we all can, we love Patton Oswalt, but that's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> it's a, I felt really, I've... <laughs> I felt bad for Patton Oswalt uh, just because he was I, great in the role. He was stupendous, and it was such a great like. It was great casting, you know. I, big ups to Diablo Cody mm-hmm. and, or whoever cast him to go like, who's the last person you'd expect to be in a sex scene? Let's put him in it, you know. Yeah, and uh, and also. But have you seen him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet? No, I have not. I keep hearing from everybody who's not you. The show has not only gotten remarkably better, but it really needs to... It's I almost... need to watch it, too, because they've got... They not only have ex- Absorbing Man, like Marvel seems to be more open to allowing characters in it. Mm-hmm. So they allowed Absorbing Man into a Deathlock, and yep. now uh, Mockingbird, a.k.a. Oh, really? the, the future wife of Hawkman guy. Hawk guy. Hawk. Uh, yeah, we need to be sick. catching up on that, too. But, okay, but the biggest news, you know, we should say that. Let's take but a quick break. I, okay. Then we'll talk about the biggest news and your answer to the last week's question of the week. Break time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the break for episode 111 of Cape Crisis. Uh, you know, again, I just want to thank you guys all for listening. Love all the attention you guys give us. And as we mentioned before, you know, we're we're looking for your support right now in so many ways. So if you would love to help out Cape Crisis with more than just your attention, then you go to lasertimepodcast.com. When you go there, the first big thing you're going to see is just a mention of commentaries. So, yeah, like we said, we did a commentary pack for Halloween. We, we You can watch along with us to Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Friday the 13th 5, and Halloween 3, the dark, she- the black sheep of all of their uh, respective franchises. It's going to be a lot of fun, I promise. Look into how to get those on the site. Like, just takes a little bit of a donation. Also, you can just do a straight PayPal donation if you don't want something for free, which just seems crazy to me. Or you can buy a T-shirt on the T-shirt store that's right below that. Or you can buy something off Amazon from the links on the site, just on the left or right side of the screen. A link to suggested things you can buy off Amazon. Though you can buy anything off of there. You know, I bought some more of those freeze-dried strawberries and a workout shirt and. Uh, bought other things too I bought a lot of stuff I do most of my shopping for Amazon these days guys I just uh, feel like I should I should feel comfortable enough to tell you guys that also if you're listening on iTunes and you still haven't given us a review I would really appreciate it the reviews really do help us out be very very appreciated to see any new reviews on the show ahem now it's time for the Hank's Corner pick of the week oh my throat almost about dead but just want to say real quick, I talked about it already on the show, but seriously, Southern Bastards, pick it up. Jason Aaron is the man. He knows the South. He knows Alabama. It is such a cool book. I love the work of Jason Aaron so much, and I think he he doesn't... He should be 20 times bigger than he already is. So check out Southern Bastards. A link to buying it on Amazon. The first volume will be on this week's episode on LazyTimePodcast.com, along with all the other stuff I just mentioned. All right, and now back to the rest of the show. Hello, and we're back. Oh, boy. I guess I should have done that. Hello, (laughs) I'm Please donate. Uh, Maybe I will get them to donate more stuff. Oh, yeah. Put on your best Tiny Tim again. Oh, boy. (laughs) Brunswick Beauty. (laughs) Yeah. Classic, cla- how classic many us. How many? Yeah, but uh, new listeners who no one even who have never listened to Talk Radar. Mm-hmm. That joke went all over your head. Yep, all twelve. Yeah, but it, uh, <laughs> the, 
I do hate when we come bogged down with like the biggest news is Marvel movies, movie re- well, just movie related in general. But this is like officially where it's like it leaked into all the big comic news as well. Yeah, yeah, and all the movie news this week, and it was fucking depressing. And then, mm-hmm. so I've, yeah, to be fair, we we've, we've crapped on. I definitely have crapped on DC in the past for mm-hmm. like what. From the outside, it looks to be executive mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. But now this thing with Marvel really looks like executive bullshit from it's, the outside. It seems fucking tragic. I'm profoundly bothered by this. So we've talked about it before, but the the short version is that uh, the Fantastic Four in April of next year is fucking canceled. It's canceled it's because just over. that was technically when the Fantastic Four movie was going to start. Mm-hmm. Now it's been delayed, so. It's actually kind of like fucks it worse, but the and so Marvel doesn't have the rights to Fantastic Four film, mm-hmm. and they don't make money. They don't make much money off of it. And as the rumors say, Ike Perlmutter, the guy who yeah. owns an, uh, the majority shareholder in Marvel, mm-hmm. really hates Fox and yes. uh, hates dealing with Fox. It and, sounds like they have a real bad deal. So and I, I played that down in a recent podcast, but uh, after seeing a bunch of the other stuff this week. Well, yeah. Marvel was bankrupt at the time. Mm-hmm. Desperate for any money. And so Fox Fox being a business and a smart business got mm-hmm. a really good deal for themselves. And so if Marvel is saying to them, like, let's renegotiate, let's have a better deal, Fox is probably saying, like, no, we like how much money we get. Mm-hmm. We don't want <laughs> We don't want to get less money. And if you hate us... You're a competing studio anyway. What do we care? <laughs> like, that's what I would think if I was Fox. But, and, yeah. And so, yeah, it's just a crappy situation because they get the rights to... They can make as many big the movies as they can. Seeing the other stories of, like, the Deadpool movie will take place in the X-Men universe and the X-Men movie will cross over with Fantastic Four. And, like, I wanted to see this just not with you as their parents. Not you guys doing it. Because Fox is... Fox, you, I feel like, has made good uh, superhero films despite themselves. Yeah, like that's not a universe. That's that's a cl- like a, a, a cluster cool. belt. Yeah. A little, a little. You're you're turning a co- all of my favorite characters in this little offshoot that can't interact, interact with all my other. Spider Man definitely one of my faves. Iron Man one of my faves. But Fantastic Four and the X Men are fucking super close to me, mm-hmm. and to see them not be able to pit, like play a part ever yeah. in the Mar- like in. in because just because I don't know why I don't know why I believed all this stuff because I ne- I don't usually read into this gossip and like <clears throat> take it with a grain of salt but there's a lot of it coming out uh-huh. as of right now well so there was that and then there was more did... confirmation of something I already had heard from Chris Claremont about yeah, which he Ma- he basically confirmed so the two things was that Fox is so first off we should be happy that Fox doesn't have Daredevil anymore because yeah. they would have just canceled they might have canceled Daredevil oh, boy. like. But now yeah, the Down Daredevil is a priority for them because they have it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Fox, the two biggies they have are the X-Men, the entire X-Men franchise. And, Fantastic and what that means is, a, is awful, apparently. So yeah. Fantastic Four only gives them so many characters. Mm-hmm. But the X-Men deal sounds like any new X-Men character that's created can be used by them. Well, that was according to Chris Claremont recently. So yeah, like, Chris Claremont, the X-Men writer. Yeah. So like, you cannot create new X-Men because they end up being owned by Fox. Yeah. And that That's is crazy. That is what happened. When I've seen the new X-Men they created, they just get put in Fox because it really is a good thing for them. Like X-Men is the next to the Legion of Superheroes, mm-hmm. the most like populist pop populated superhero team there is. There's yeah, yeah. there's dozens of them who can just appear on screen once and just get killed. Yeah, just due to their popularity and like well that they own in some respect, well, mutants always fall in the Marvel comic unit. The 616 under X-Men. Yeah. And that includes everybody's a fucking mutant. Yeah. They, That's insane. It's just the 90s catching up to now. Just mm-hmm. the entirety of the 90s up till about mm-hmm. 2002 mm-hmm. was all X-Men. The X-Men were number one. And yeah. so there were hundreds of X-Men characters created. Yeah. They have so much to so much to pull from. In X Men universe, it like, feels that's like why they all... should make more movies because they they Cause have so many. For they someone can... like me who raised in the '90s, it feels like so you guys get half the Marvel universe, <laughs> and they kind of do just through yeah. the X Men. Just to ignore the, and that's why also like they're not merchandising the X Men yeah. Fantastic Four because they get a piece of that too. And like hearing that, that's crazy. They're one kidding. of the stories was that Ike Perlmutter like they took down. I, I feel scared even saying his name because yeah. I'm like, uh, I hear this guy holds grudges. Like, mm-hmm. But anyway, that 
that he they took down posters in the Marvel stu- offices because they're like oh, we don't yeah. want them to see he might get mad if he sees Fantastic Four. That on was the wall. part of the part of the deal. T- the news about too about the Fantastic Four is like I will buy almost anything if you put Ben Grimm on it, uh, and they manufacturer said no. There's no more Fantastic <laughs> yeah. Four merchandise. No, we're not. Same with X Men toys too. Like they used X Men toys yeah, were, they were the everywhere. They were the, they were the like the keystone wow. for Marvel for such a long time, and now it's like nah. It seems like what it. would you have to give them to get it back? Well, that's the light that's opening in the tunnel because as, sort of. as our old buddy Shane Patterson shared with mm-hmm. me from the one place that was writing about it, they also, surprisingly enough, the same day as this, yeah. came out rumors that Spider-Man will be now these, in these, the Avengers. The, the, um, well, here, here was the, the interesting story because this kicked up over on Badass Digest mm. where they started speculating. After the speculation last week of X-Men or uh, Avengers being split up into two films. Which I totally believe will happen. That's, well, they said that's, that's what that's, they do with Harry Potter, Twilight, and Hunger Games. It, it is would, a money-making idea. That actually looks like it might be bullshit. <laughs> and what, what is actually happening is that Avengers 3 might not star anyone you know. Uh, I see. And just that, to set up a next Avengers film, which to will... set up to set up a, uh, to set up a next Avengers film, and so you still have Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, and You're possibly their last film for it. Yes, instead of their last film being Avengers three, it is something else. And Avengers three is used to set up new characters, and I'm kind of bad idea. I'm kind of cool with that. And what the author on Badass Digest has speculated, like from what I am hearing, it is to introduce the new characters and elevate them. In, de- yeah. in becoming solo film stars in Avengers 3. It only makes sense once the indentured servitude of the stars of the yeah. originals Avengers is done. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of got to... Unless you're going to reboot the universe, then you... Or recast. Because that's, that's the biggest blow to, like, they are not doing... Splitting up the movie into two films because the nature of the contracts of the stars, which we all know is up in the air, doesn't work like that. Avengers mm-hmm. 3 being two movies is two movies in contract. Yeah, so that that seems unlikely. I doubt the param- I don't know what the parameters. It's covered. all getting very variety talk. But the, what they what they're talking what what Badass Digest had mentioned specifically is no. What I'm hearing is that Avengers three is not the end to any of this. Right, and that's what we'll be saving to whether that is Secret Wars or Infinity Gauntlet, but it is something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then immediately after that, hit fix. Um, has an article up about Sony in quiet negotiations to put Spider-Man in the in the universe mm-hmm. uh, in the MCU, which is exciting. It's just like man, those fucking prickish com- comments from Aviara that were brought back up. <laughs> like, I love that. I hate, I but hate yeah, him that, so much. Yeah, that he was just like, we've got a million stories to tell with Spider-Man. We don't need to. But like, no, you don't. You don't. He's you, like, I love Spider-Man, but mm-hmm. you don't have a million stories. You, you clearly don't have a million stories because you've kind of repeated yourself again yep. in this one and. And that it, it it kind of was I, I it's sounding like the situation we dreamed of before, just like it wasn't a big success, so Sony's mm-hmm. like, We don't know how to make enough money on this yeah, yet anymore. You will make everything a bigger success by at making it part of this larger universe. So they're finally re- and also like Sony is a desperate company. well not desperate, but mm-hmm. like they're not a profitable company. Like not in a lot of areas. If no. you're if you're a video game fan, their yeah. PlayStation all you see is like PlayStation doing awesome. Mm-hmm. And like it is it sounds like it's like the most successful brand within their company, mm-hmm. but the overall Sony company not so good. Not so good, and even no. even that, I don't think their, their video game division is far from profitable. And there's talks of spinning mm-hmm. that off. Well, yeah, I wonder. How, well, they may as well spin it off, even though they oh, they owned that was always Sony's problem. They own they own 15 different departments mm-hmm. that could all work together to become this awesome thing, but instead they operate like fiefdoms that don't even want to talk to each other. And I think that it was it's interesting. Like a Japanese company has problems. Before Spider Man, like the that. Amazing Spider Man Two came out. It was talked about. Well, we got Spider Man Three, Venom series, Sinister Six movie. It's going to be rad. And you can see them now being like, "Whoa, this is I, a lot." I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we can afford to do all this with any guaranteed success. This, this how this one was kind of like a a mild fart in our in our ear. Like this 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 movie did not perform it should as have been well. Way bigger. To like justify it, all of that, a thing called Spider-Man mm-hmm. should do crazy good. It, it only, should do crazy yeah. business. It did, it did get me thinking. It did good. It did get me thinking. Like, so Marvel does get Spider-Man back. What do they do with them? Yeah, I they mean, would have to reboot it too. Yes, 
But I would at least accept their reboot more because they're like, Maybe. well, yeah, that we're bringing him into a new universe. Like, they own him now. And he can be part of the Marvel film universe. Like, yeah. That will at least make it somewhat different. Spider-Man? It would, be, it would be crappy to see the third dude playing film Spider-Man mm-hmm. in ten years. I, I say that just because I love Ultimate Spider-Man, like, a lot. And that was uh-huh. I, one of the few I've uh, read so every issue. you wanted diversity higher. I see. No, well, no. no I'm kidding. Not, all, not, kidding. Even, not even Ultimate Comic Spider-Man. But, like... Uh-huh. Spider-Man's origin story is told by the Ultimate series in the modern world is interesting because it's it's uh, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury. I know who you are this whole time, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I have all the information on you. We have surveillance everywhere. You think you can just rip off your mask on a rooftop and we're not going to know who you are? Yeah. Uh, and and th- there's a great line in the Ultimate comics one is like, as soon as you're 18, you're mine. <laughs> and he interprets that as like, I will arrest you when you're... So he starts trying to run away from S.H.I.E.L.D. But now that she... And that, and like, that is not that that storyline works because it's modern yeah and you would know everybody knows who spider-man is in ultimate uh spider-man it makes them work in the context of shield and that could totally work in the marvel cinematic universe except for winter soldier yeah <laughs> which well, i i don't know what's happening well agents of <laughs> shield is kind of it's the rebuilding of shield i mm. believe now with the uh but anywho so yeah, that's the news. At least some hope for Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, let us at least. pray. Like, like, while meanwhile, like, also don't be sad that Fantastic Four seems to be gone forever because it really, like, it's had a lot of final issues. I think it's sad that Fantastic Four gets to be canceled just because it's less popular than the X-Men. But that's also the th- sad thing. That's just like, yeah, it's, it's not as popular. But it is. It it's just not. seems like it's a direct spike cancellation. And I love the Fantastic Four. I've read uh, Fractions, and um, I wanted to start with a new, the new reboot. Mm-hmm. And I love a lot of other things more than that, um, than the new Fantastic Four. I want to love it. I want. I, I would like to see somebody with a super fresh take on it. You, yeah, I would too. You know what I would like to see most of all? Mm-hmm. You got to kill those kids. <laughs> yeah, maybe just kill those kids. It's it's. It's this weird, weird. It's bad weird... enough when they have Franklin, then they have Valerius. It's, it's, like it's not too many kids. It's not only strange. It's this weird. It's this weird link to the what feels like the older Marvel universe. It also ensures how many other superheroes in the Marvel universe have children. Mm-hmm. Well, at least it makes sense for Fantastic Four because they are a family. Totally, like, that's their dynamic. Totally, but like every issue, every issue, the drama is raised. What about mm-hmm. Franklin? Like. Well, it's also like I, I read this great um, synopsis of almost every arc that the mm-hmm. new writer on Fantastic Four goes through. Of like, mm-hmm. Reed is too cold and needs to learn yeah. to embrace his humanity. Franklin's got his powers back. Doctor Doom is back and he's stronger than ever. Ben is having problems. This guy, like, it's all these things. Like, it's the same lessons every yeah. time. Like, I, I just wish. I feel like Mark Wade avoided that because, unlike him. He seems the type that read every issue of Fantastic mm-hmm. Four before he started writing it. Well, mm-hmm. meanwhile, guys come on and they maybe read like the run before them, and mm-hmm. that's it. And they're just like, "Eh, you know, this seems like an, a new thing to do with Fantastic Four. Like, it's been done." It's weird. I will admit, as a huge FF fan, it does feel a little old. Yeah. Well, you know, um, what's it? Uh, what was that book? Hmm. The. Uh, Thor was also feeling really old and played mm-hmm. out in into the early 2000s. And so when they put him on ice for like three years yeah. or something, like it made it special when he came back. Yeah. It gave you a chance to recalibrate. So this could really Perhaps. be a good thing for him. I only worry about my, my boy, my dog, the thing. Mm. He still talks like a 1920s Brooklyn gangster. Yeah. I, I pointed this out before, but when John Byrne who was one of the best uh, Fantastic Four writers. Mm-hmm. Also, might be a pedophile. But anyway. Okay. One of the best Fantastic Four writers and <laughs> it's artists. It's a trade-off in life. We At least we got some good comics. When he... This came out after I read all this. Thanks for books, taking but, the hit, kid. But I'm just saying... Uh, anyway. The... Um, he came... Uh, he did a parody book where... Mm-hmm. A parody Superman fought a parody Fantastic Four. Mm. And so the char- it was like Superb Man versus the thung mm-hmm. but then he like the thing just starts talking he's talking just like the thing of just like well maybe i'll punch my way through that day at force yeah, field buster and then and then john Byrne had to put an editor's note on it of just saying like i try to write i tried to write the thung 
as a parody, but you can't parody the thing. Like it's just the thing's voice. Yeah. Like, well, he could just have him now. He's just from Long Island. That's where Long Island. That's where that. That's where that accent went. Hey, you, I'm from Nassau County. You don't hear it from Brooklyn. Let's head out to the Meadowlands to see the Mets. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. I wish Dave was here so he could tell me if I was doing a good Long Island accent. I'm wondering how he did. He did, he escaped it. I feel like he just taught himself to like five years Maybe. ago. If we'd have met him, he'd have been Ooh. like, "Hey, there." I wonder if you can put it on. We got to challenge Dave to that. Listen to Cheap Popcast, everybody. You might find out if we do that. Okay. Last week's question of the week, what's your favorite comic book t-shirt that you own, or even least favorite? Oh, shit, I forgot about this. So, unfortunately, the first responder, who was Aimbot Master, did mm-hmm. not include a picture. He just says, what a it's this shirt, but there's no shirt, which, sorry, buddy. I, yeah. I'm betting if I scan down some more, I'll see you put in the image later. <laughs> um, but welcome to Good Burger. Says, Home of the uh, Good Burger, nice. He doesn't have a picture, but he says... I don't know if this counts, but when I was a kid, I had Batman pajamas set that came with the cape, and that was my favorite. I think that counts. My mom threw it away because I didn't fit in it anymore, and it was starting to rip because I was too big for it. When you were 40? or what? No, ha, ha. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, you, in, oh, here's a preview for those commentary tracks, guys. Chris pointed out, in Season of the Witch, you get to see some of the era 80s Costumes and the horrible costumes kids had to wear of just like the T-shirt of Frankenstein with a Frankenstein mask. <laughs> yes, like, that was a joke made on the Dana Gould Hour <laughs> of like, uh, yeah, my costume was He-Man, which came with a He-Man mask and a a rubber smock with a picture of He-Man and the logo for He-Man. Yeah, and the joke that they made on that show was that you are not dressed as He-Man; you are going for Halloween as a fan of He-Man. <laughs> uh, they just didn't care. <laughs> nope. like, nobody cared back then. All right, uh, Doctor Doctor Pepper, like that, has nice. a cool as one of the Scott Pilgrim T-shirts, which is just like the one Scott Pilgrim wears, like the ringer with the guitar on it. It's really cool. Let's see. Um, JJB Sterling has one of the Immortal Iron Fist, which is really cool. Apparently, it's a Midtown Comics exclusive, but he bought it while at the Midtown Comics for NYCC, which Chris is unfortunately missing. Yeah, it's my first one I missed in a couple of years. But our old buddy Brad Elston will be there. Brad Elston. And, uh... Ooh, that's fucking rad. Flaming what, that Kermit? Ghostbusters one? No, I didn't oh, see yeah. that one. I saw... Oh, that's a... Did you already mention the Iron Fist shirt? I mean, yeah. That is great. Yeah. That's perfect. That is the perfect shirt. Uh, let's see here. Two... Flailing Kermit's Deadpool portal oh, shirts. yeah. That one is incredible. You love that. Uh, one that's a link uh, in there to the Matt Cave... Has one of the Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters mashup, which is really cool. And the or like the the cartoon uh, Ghostbusters, not the movie one. Nice. As far as the shirts I have, I, I've never seen it in real life, but I'd punch anyone who wore Superboy's <laughs> stupid leather jacket. That's it. Got a Halloween costume. I was the biggest Superboy fan. I love that guy. Uh, oh, this is a cool one from Stain Pudding. Is that one of like kill them all? Like image of the governor from the one I talked about before of just like yeah. the governor's page of him going like kill them all. <laughs> oh man, some of this is really funny. Well, what is this? Uh, this so a trash can mm-hmm. has. Uh, I'd say I'm not Spider. Uh, he has one of words on it, which I'm usually against, but it says. I'm not saying I am Spider-Man. I'm just saying you've never seen me and Spider-Man together in the same place. It's a lot of words. But at least it's not like who farted or like you wouldn't. Or <laughs> Schwing is yeah, uh, sorry, classic. Sorry, your joke. Classic one. Uh, Wadley, Go- Hop- Wadley Hobgins? Wait, <laughs> Wadley Hobbins. You sexy man. He's got a he's got a Pixel Punisher shirt. Fucking awesome. And a it looks like a Batman workout shirt. Huh. But yeah, you are a good-looking lad. Good on Other you. Other people pointed out the uh, oh shit, and then uh, a lot of people. Uh, some people on Twitter replied to me just saying like, "It's the Batman, the Batman logo, just mm-hmm. the Batman insignia." Yeah, that's that, the best. That, that was is the, the first best one t-shirt. I picked for myself mm-hmm. when I was ninety when the movie came out because that logo was fucking. It everywhere. is the best logoized one, like because yeah. like Spider Man. Even that's it's very involved. I love yeah. Spider Man's overall costume, but as a this thing logo, you sell on I'm a T-shirt, a, it's not. I don't even easy. like the new cute logo, like the the one that looks more like a little tick. Mm-hmm. Wow, that guy is handsome. Exactly. Uh, okay. Wiretap 757. I have seen that shirt. I do love it. 
Uh, thank I you for posting Galactus here. Planets. I Galactus Planets. Yeah. I've never seen. Um, what is this? Evil Dead, son of son of Coulson. Yeah, I don't get it, but it's cool. I, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty great. See, the wife got in this T-shirt, which is uh, Superman better than Batman because because he is not emo. Ha! <laughs> uh, got this one. It's a T-shirt of Cleveland, birthplace of of a superhero. That's an image of a superhero. Mm-hmm. It, that's where Superman was made. That's how middle America Superman is. Really? Home of Cleveland. Well, that, that's where the Simon & Schuster... Simon & Schuster, sorry. Uh, Simon & Siegel. Yes. Uh, but that's where they came from. Oh, that, son of Cole Coulson, get it? Oh, mm-hmm. duh. Boy, we've, that, I am embarrassed. It's partially it. obscured. Let's see here. Oh, uh, let's see. Weirdy... Weirdy Bean Sat? <laughs> Weirdy Bean Sat as one of uh, the Green Lantern Corps. Do you have the will? That's a pretty cool like propaganda poster. And, uh, uh, man, you know, Deadpool, I see Deadpool at every con. Like, yeah. Everybody everybody loves Deadpool. It's because it's unlike a lot of other costumes, you put in a Deadpool costume, and this is partially because your face is obscured, uh-huh. you tend to act like Deadpool. I've never seen anybody in that costume who doesn't do something Deadpool-y or say something Deadpool-y or pose weird for pictures because, hey, that's the character. It's pretty easy to become Deadpool. But, you know, Superman, yeah, yeah, I put my fists on my hips. What more do you want yeah. for this, this picture? But more well, so it's the, fun to be Deadpool. Exactly. It's fun It's fun to pretend to, pretend to be Deadpool, mm-hmm. whereas I don't think a lot of other costumes allow you to do that. Yeah, it's actually... It, well, it's kind of like... If you were Spider-Man, you'd mm-hmm. get that too. But you would put, you would have your pose, but like yeah, you'd have your pose, but you could also like say you'd you'd have to get in Spider-Man poses, but you could also maybe like, you're allowed to shrug. You could say no, you could say like a funny one-liner, mm-hmm. but you can't break the fourth wall and be mm-hmm. like I'm surrounded by nerds. Like yeah. yeah, maybe I should go as Deadpool for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I really had my heart set on that Mork costume. I don't know. You got to go with Mork. Like I, I don't think that one problem Oof. with Deadpool as a costume. Is how form fitting it is, and I don't think true. a lot of people don't want that. Easy, buddy. I don't know where you. I don't know what road you're going down now. I'm I can just saying slim that down. for everybody. I can like, slim down. Well, meanwhile, you know, it gives you like, uh, well, if you go as Mark, maybe I should go as John Winters. <laughs> uh, well, I was also thinking because I have a rule uh, when it comes to Halloween costumes: no face, no mm. face. You, you don't cover up the goods. <laughs> I, I just I went as a couple of costumes that required a lot of makeup and teeth, uh-huh. and it's like I'm never putting anything on my face ever again, and I'm stuck by that rule. Like except I, when you start in a zombie film, and yes, to, which was the most the worst. I, I loved every single second of being on that movie, but that was the closest I've been to madness. <laughs> just, uh, my it is like torture. Just it the was idea. torture. It was separated awful. from being filmed. It's just like stick this thing on your face all day no. and then take it and off. And we're gonna put you under these hot lights, and you're gonna want to sweat, and sweat will form. But it will congeal and gelatinate in between this rubber, unbreathable mask and your skin, which will make it harder to sweat. And you'll start to feel like you're having panic attacks. And it'll be very strange. And oh, holy shit, why did I choose a hoodie to be my wardrobe the entire time? It is 150 degrees and we're shooting in a kitchen with set lights. Uh, anyway, that's uh, all right. Third so, world, first world problems. First, one. it's I, like the most personal have, problem. Like it's hard to star in a thing. It's hard to be in a movie. Uh, uh, fucking! Yeah. Uh, I had a question I wanted to ask, and I'm pretty sure I asked it last year, but this time I'm genuinely interested. Okay. But I wanted to start it off this being, um, well, kind of our first show of October. Yeah. Uh, first show we recorded in October. Ooh, that's a little inside. But um, um, horror comics. Horror, horror comics. Mm-hmm. I want new horror. Com- I want to. I want to hear from people who are currently reading horror comics. Because I don't read any really. I, I'll even allow certain Doctor Strange stories. They, they what? They sort of count. No, they do. they do. They're all in the supernatural realm of demons and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, that's exactly what I want to read right now because I haven't really touched that at all. I love yeah. the EC books. No, they are great. You know, well, yeah. I I want to hear about your favorite horror comics mm-hmm. too. The stuff you're currently reading, mm-hmm. like that. That I I know you feel free to say Walking Dead, but say Walking Dead and something else too, because we are we are aware of Walking Dead. Yeah, and that's that's kind of transcended horror at this uh, point. Well, I mean, it's just it is a genre. It's a genre. It's the Walking Dead. Like yeah. it is. It is the Beatles now. It's like I didn't. Uh, I'm just thinking about it's it. Like that big. Zombies are barely horror anymore. 
Yeah, I guess there's that too. They're virus movies. You know, speaking of horror and, and Doctor Strange, I was just watching, number one, I I pulled out my Venture Brothers Season 5 DVD mm-hmm. or Blu-ray to watch the Halloween special today. Mm-hmm. And it was really great. And then it also reminded me that that Halloween special is like over two, like oh, two yeah. years old now. Like, wow. I thought they were only doing eight episode seasons so yeah. they could get the seasons out faster. It's it, this again world, first world problems of a guy whining that his cartoon is made fast <laughs> enough. That introduced uh, J.K. Simmons slash J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, slash the dude is his character basically. Or slash uh, what's his character in Portal? I can't remember. The yellow peanut. The lemon. The yellow. The yellow M M&M. and M. Is it? Yeah, he plays the yellow M&M. Wow. He, well, his uh, his first claim to fame was the uh, Mega Oz. Aryan on Oz. Uh, and that he was still being, he was already the yellow M&M back then. And that they said on the, because on the set in the first season, you mm-hmm. remember he tattoos, forcibly tattoos Beecher's, mm-hmm. his initials on Beecher's ass. Yeah. And so then he... Um, then apparently while they Schillinger yeah Yeah, so then when they're filming the show he said that somebody as a joke put a picture up in their up in their prison cell of the yellow M&M scratching an M into the ass of the red (laughs) M&M which were I'm the only I feel like I'm the only person in the universe to remember this those were originally voiced by John Lovitz and John Goodman and with, after like two commercials, they were recast, and like that's clearly Billy West. I did not know yep. J.K. Simmons. Both the more affordable option, like that's... wow, Billy West should be more expensive or than John Lovitz the, these days. Well, maybe it was also their schedules. I don't know, it, like, but it also might have been for a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, they said. But um, but the other thing about watching the Venture Brothers, I do mm-hmm. love, it, especially if you love comic books, you should mm-hmm. check it out for but, real. But the thing. It reminded me of Doctor Strange in that the Doctor Orpheus is their Doctor yeah. Strange, like in every way, but. I forgot that, like, I've complained in the past that Marvel's, um, the, the thing in most Marvel books is, like, oh, it's a magic thing, call Doctor Strange. Like, yeah. And that's, that is exactly the, the, the plot point in my favorite episode, Escape from the House of Mummies Part 2, <laughs> because they get yeah. they're literally written into a corner there, and then Hank just says, call Dr. O, he's magic. <laughs> he's, and, like, he's that's magic, all he right? says. He's magic. Like, <laughs> and that is exactly what happens. Like, well, we're written into a corner. We are dead otherwise. So do a magic thing and get us out of here. It like, contains the soul of two foul mouth redness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, uh, I, I, I almost did an impression of him, but my, don't. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. It. That guy's it's voice like, is fantastic. Doctor Orpheus, Osiris Cult. <laughs> do you even know what I do? Oh, uh, uh, I said that like three years ago. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, yeah. And also, I did in the, in the Halloween episode the Dermot character. Yeah. I hated Dermot at first, but that's because I knew him too well. I was like, I knew <laughs> kids <laughs> like you. I knew all uh, your kids. And he was like. Yep. This kid is like, I'm such a badass. And he dresses yep. like the crow. He goes as the crow, Jason Lee's crow. Just yeah. like, I'm so cool. And he says, like, we're going to do Project Mayhem. Like, <laughs> you are such a specific type of kid yeah. who thinks like you're the toughest badass yep. in the world. I had two friends exactly like yeah. him. Wore the same jacket. Yeah. Same jacket yeah. and everything. It's it's such a perfect observation that like you hate him because you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, this is so inside. But seriously, check out the only the first two seasons because... Cartoon Network sucks, Netflix. but only the first two seasons are on Netflix. But check it out. Yeah, but that's those are the episodes I've seen a billion times because they're so worth it. And is it yeah. the four season premiere that's the first Marvel issue? Yeah, that's the so cool. I didn't even realize they were doing it until the second time I saw it. Yeah, it was so that yeah, it, ugh, such a great show. I I really when will season six start? I don't know. I to, I, I actually like stopped watching my season five DVD. I have like three episodes left. So. Uh, again, right. just saving it. Save I will. Part. All right, so. Answer this week's question in the Question of the Week forums. Check out Laser Time this week and go to lasertimepodcast.com to see about our 80s Halloween pack commentaries. Uh, no one, I understand no one likes to be NPR'd to death about donations, but um, <laughs> se- yeah, as you know, several of us are pseudo-employed. We need some equipment and we would really appreciate it. Look, guys, we, yeah, we don't like it either, but we could like... We try to make it worth it. We make these special things. Like, the shows are still free. It's super important to me that it's, like, this is supplemental. And if you don't have to, you don't want to. It's just a supplemental thing. Because what I do know is when we ask for you to donate, many of you want to donate. Mm -hmm. It just, if you don't think about it all the time or immediately or there's nothing in in exchange, you may Mm -hmm. not remember. This is just, here, remember And I do think, you know, the commentaries are fun. Like, we're not just, like... We're not bored. Yeah. Like we're we're doing our best. Yeah, for we five. Do. No, but the, those I, 
they were really fun. Watching yeah. those movies together was a shitload yeah. of fun. Especially like just I I loved the. Introducing you guys to the Freddy thing and just going yeah. like, well, so this is going to get really gay, guys. Like, well, I didn't know. I thought you meant it would be like somewhat under the radar with uh, a questionable scene or two, but it was rampant. It's crazy. I know. It's it's worth watching it for that or to see. Yeah, these these are the ones you're not familiar with with each series. Yeah. Like, So it's a good excuse. I, I like... Impress your friends. I like the <laughs> concept, too, because... When we did, you know, Gremlins mm-hmm. and Home Alone, like, we had a good time, mm-hmm. but it also was a saying, like, I love this. Or, I like yeah. this. Like, it's not as exciting. Well, meanwhile, I think the one we got our best response to mm-hmm. was the, the hate pack. The hate pack. Like, it definitely was. Like, so... Which, you, which may never see the light of day again, people, so I can't express enough. October 31st, these go away, and who knows when they'll be back. There's also a new episode of, K- of Lazy Time, which was really good. I think you already talked about it. Yes. Right? And, and there'll be a new episode of uh, VG Empire up every week in October for October. Mm-hmm. Pokemans uh, with your boy Brett Elston. I believe you and I will be on one. At some We're point. on a couple. Yeah. yeah. As are uh, Michael Grimm as well. And uh, Karalin? Yeah. Did she make it on? Yeah, I miss that girl. She's cool. <laughs> well, I mean, we just saw her. At, yeah. uh, oh, we didn't even get to talk about Hood Slam. It's for the, it's for the wrestling Slam, show. Yeah, man, but, Hood Slam was so much fun. That was I, pretty great. Though, you know, I'm blaming my cold on... on Being uh, in that crowd? On, on imbibing in the devil's uh, weed. That, that thing oh, no, that's not it. What it was more than likely was, uh, that was the hottest event I've ever... Place I've been inside in California and forever. I sweated until I almost died. Uh, and then we went outside where it was nighttime and cool, and you were walking around in a cold, wet shirt. And shorts. And shorts for, I would guess, at least another half an hour. Yeah. No, That's well, why you're sick. Yeah, okay. I, I yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it, was not, it was not Mary Jane. That's to blame. No, but there's no evidence anywhere that marijuana gives people cold. No, I, no I just, it was weird sharing a, do that it, was, to the it was weird sharing a marijuana cigarette. I was kind of shocked to see you take a rip off it. Uh, I, I smoked it like a cigarette. It's, it did look that, cool. What's the line? What's the line from Arrested Development? That's the one. Right? Oh, I smoked it like a cigarette. <laughs> that, that's well, Michael Sarah is trying to pretend that he George Michael's trying to pretend that he smoked weed. He yeah, was just like I smoked it like a cigarette. <laughs> uh, I'm on mushrooms. Out of my head on mush. Uh, I, I've been watching season two a lot. All right, and cheap podcast and Vigi Game Apocalypse. Indeed. All that great stuff on Laser Time. All new this week. Again, guys, commentary, commentary, commentary. Check them out. Yeah, man. And until you know, hey, one last thing. Hmm. I was watching Community, uh, and I hadn't seen the D and D episode, the first D and D episode in a while. Mm-hmm. But I, when I, I forgot that when the campaign is over, mm-hmm. Abed says Excelsior. Does he? Yep. All He's right. Like, Good job, guys. And so Excelsior. Excelsior.